0: special reserved you. you thank you mate this is a good one it's 90 totally 90 proof 90 proof <laughs> dude this is the this is the like dude weakest bourbon i have Murm's this
1: trying to erase me from the earth right now is
0: 125 which dude. is what i'm gonna have dude. so
1: oh, this yeah, was be good. Set. Um, <laughs> I haven't had it in a small. and I'm Asian. It is not good.
0: I got a little Booker's 2021 batch 3 going for myself. Cheers, brother. Cheers.
1: And why are we cheersing?
0: Uh, this is Concludes our first year, first season of of podcasting. Um, among many other exciting things happening, but um, do you think I'm gonna get? Am I gonna get in trouble for having a Oscar Peterson Christmas on in the background? I think it'll be fine.
1: Notes of vanilla, banana, banana, <laughs> and uh that's about, that's about what I'm getting.
0: Uh, <sighs> I always forget. That stuff's good.
1: We can't help that they're playing Christmas music on the floor below us.
0: <laughs> right. It's just yeah, yeah. Environment.
1: Yeah, it's not us playing that Christmas music because because we know uh, copyright law.
0: Right, I took those classes. <clears throat> <sighs>
1: I just got done with a long day. Went, worked at the coffee shop, then cut some drums, some some dudes, and then now I'm here. <laughs> And I just got back from Atlanta yesterday, so I am I'm
0: beat. Yeah.
1: I'm beat today.
0: I have had a but long a day good too. Beat. <clears throat> I'm I'm driving to Florida in the morning.
1: I didn't um, even know that.
0: Yep. And uh I was trying to get everything I could done today, but Pro Tools had other plans. Actually Steven Slate had other plans.
1: <laughs> so what was going on with that?
0: Um Well, for a few weeks, I've had a problem with Pro Tools. No other DAWs, just Pro Pro Tools. We're getting CPU overload errors all the time for no reason. Like sessions that barely have any plugins on them. Like basically just session template loaded, having overload issues. That's crazy. Um so I've been trying to figure out what the problem is. I don't know. I couldn't figure out what changed. I, I tried everything. But I was talking to someone today on Instagram and they made me realize that it happened around the same time as the Slate SSL uh merger thing.
1: What is that?
0: The uh Slate the Slate bundle and the SSL subscription are now one thing.
1: So I could have gotten my channel strip and my bus comp for free.
0: Yeah, basically six. Yeah. sick. Six. but you you can get all the other stuff now, all all of their other. What else do I want from SSL? I don't know. They have the, they have their own. Stri- I mean, there's all the fusion stuff. I don't know. There's different things. They're kind of cool.
1: Do they have the ultraviolet as a plugin? Um, the 500 series maybe unit, the EQ.
0: I think there's stuff like that. There's all They have all kinds of stuff. It's all really good.
1: Yeah, I wanted that 500 series unit, but I actually didn't end up building my rack ever.
0: Cause, yeah. So um, I just didn't? But yeah, I, it was totally just wrecking. I, I couldn't do anything all day. I just sitting here, I, I, like troubleshooting Pro Tools all day long. Ugh. I couldn't get it to work until like 5.30. <laughs> I finally figured out that it was Slate Virtual Mix Rack whatever the current version is of it has some weird issue with the AAX version which is the Pro Tools one that is just causing the CPU to the odd like core audio to just go crazy for like no reason so i didn't really get as much done today i'm going to try to finish one more thing tonight um and then and then that'll be it That'll be it until basically January, so. um, But yeah, it's been a really fun first year. This has been, yeah, this has been just so fun getting to do this, and and we've gotten sloppy at the end, but I think that's fine. I don't, I'm, I'm not really stressed about I, it.
1: I'm so proud of us, though, because cause we met in March, or February, I think it was. I can't even remember when we yeah, started. Yeah, I guess it, it was like February we talked about it. Like we met at the perch across the street and we were like, yeah, we want to do something. And I think at first it was like, I was like, yeah, let's make a record. Let's find an artist, right. like blah, blah, blah. And then you were like, hey, let's make a podcast. And we started doing it and we, we've we stuck with it for like yeah. the most part. I mean, granted, we both have had weeks where we've either been sick or busy and have had, or just (laughs) honestly just forgot. Yeah. (laughs) And, but I feel like we, even though the day might have shifted a couple on like when it's being released, I feel like we have done a really good job of committing to this Mm -hmm. and standing behind it and allowing it to be something not only helps other people but it really does help us I think a lot
0: definitely I mean it's just like a therapy session for me Um, yeah and I've gotten to talk to every once in a while I get surprised I think I was talking to someone last week who I hadn't seen in a while and he was like hey I listen to your podcast it's fascinating and I was like wait you listen that's that's so cool Um, thank you But yeah, I I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of us.
1: I am proud of us for more reasons than just the podcast. This has been, I think a big year for both of
0: us. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. So to kind of wrap this year, I think what we wanted to do is kind of reflect back on the year. And like, I think like the things that we wanted to do earlier in the year when we started the podcast and how that, how this year went for us, Um, compared to those like goals and then also kind of goals for next year too, to kind of, you know, benchmark some, benchmark our career or whatever, a little update. Yeah, man. So what, did you have anything, anything top of mind that you remember like? At the beginning of this year, oh I guess one thing was we really wanted to work on a record together and we yeah, did. Yeah, we did. We, we've worked on we've worked a few, lot together yeah. this year, Yeah.
1: which is yeah, man. Like I, I I think I think there was a part of me I think earlier this year that was like a little sad because I was like, Tanner, it seems like now Tanner has his group that he works with now and then i have my group that i work with now because that was just the way the situation kind of panned out but then and, and i was like i'm scared i'm not going to be able to work with people that have the budgets to be able to you know pay someone like tanner mm-hmm. but then as most things do that i'm anxious about <laughs> it ends up working out you know yep and it's been awesome man to be able to work together we worked on what, like, if you do this thing with Eddie, it will have been, what, nine-ish songs, I think? How
0: many songs is it for him? Is it just one?
1: One, one, you're just editing some, I think you're just timing some drums and then maybe doing some bass along. Just for one song, though? For one song, okay. yeah. We just did one song today. And then two for Josiah. Yep. And then, what, However many- seven for Parker? So, like, yeah, ten that, songs yeah. we've worked on together <laughs> mm-hmm. this year. No, no, no. We worked on Chloe's song together. Was that this year? Yeah, it was in January. Whoa. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, man. So like 11 songs. Huh. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's something that we wanted to do and it it happened. I don't think it really even like, it just kind of happened naturally. You know, it didn't really like. At least to me, it didn't feel, like, forced at all. i will just get, like... Parker would text me, or you would text me and say, like, hey, we're going to do this. Yeah, dude. It's great. Um, Yeah. It's been a crazy year. It's been a... This year for me has been really interesting. Because I got to do a lot of cool stuff. I got to do... I, I did a lot of things this year that I wasn't expecting to do. Both fun things and not as fun things. Sure. Um, but looking back, I'm very grateful for the growth that's come of it. And when you're in the weeds of it, I mean, even just a couple months ago when I was just... Things were just up and down and I couldn't, like... I couldn't tell what was going on or whatever. Like I was, it kind of felt like three steps forward, two steps back. Like right. you're making progress, but like it's cost? exhausting. Like like feeling this much progress and then and then having to go back. <laughs> um, because it's like I'll get I'll land a handful of things and then almost all of them will get canceled. And it's like okay, well this is a sign of. This is a sign of, like, growth, but it's exhausting <laughs> kind of having to do that dance. But, um, I mean, I've gotten to do a lot of really awesome projects of, like, I continue to be surprised. I, I for some, like, somehow, my, like, dream projects keep, like, getting beat out like beyond what I could even imagine. I mean, like I I worked on stuff like edited stuff this year that I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm being a part of it. And then next thing you know, I'm like mixing, and the next thing you know, I'm <laughs> like doing even more. Um so it's been it's been really cool. Um yeah, just got to just got to stick it through sometimes, do what you need to do to uh keep on track i mean i got a job i got like a part-time job this year i was not expecting to do that um but i'm happy that i did um yeah it's uh it's been cool and next year's already gonna be like my best year just ever overall but um yeah, I don't know what. Do you have any specific goals like for that like, from this year from this past year that like you hit? I think
1: big picture wise, I have never really been a very like nostalgic person when it comes to like new years, you know? Mm. Like people a lot of people get to the end of their new year and they're like, "Wow." Like right look how far I've come this year. Like, Mm -hmm. I've I've never have, (laughs) it's just another day. It it always has been just another day to me. But this year, I think looking back on it, I think this is the first year that, as as far as music goes, that I've looked back on it and been like, wow, like, proud of you, man. Yeah. You know? And I think uh, the goals that I had for this year were just, I didn't really set any, like, small goals for myself because I didn't really know where I was at by the end of last year. Mm -hmm. Like I had been living in my house, um, for what, like six months at that point that I'd moved into. And yeah, I, 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 I was just trying to like keep going to sump, you know, and doing that and doing as much music as I could. And it's fun to look back on like all the, all the all the, different things that I've done that have led to other things, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think my goal overall was just like, hey, man, like, you can charge to do this, you mm-hmm. know? You can make money doing this, and um, you can, like, work hard, and, and you can stay busy if you just bet on yourself and put yourself out there and go out more and talk to more artists or say yes to more projects or Mm -hmm. get out of your comfort zone. And I think for the most part, I, I hit a home run this year in my book. Um, I've been doing like, I think I solidified myself for like in my own head as a mix engineer this year, Mm -hmm. which feels pretty cool. Um, producer. (laughs) And I, I never thought like if you had asked me when I was in college, like, Hey, like some of your, like a, a large majority of your income is going to come from mixing music. <laughs> like yeah. when I was an artist, I just, I, I just never thought that I, I would have ever done that, mm. you know? And feels good. feels good. Um, I think the biggest thing is, um, I'm quitting my part-time job or I, I, I have quit my part-time job and my last day is December 31st. Oh, it is.
0: Oh man. Are you working tomorrow? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna to have to come see you then on the way out of town. Yeah. So I,
1: I'm still. I think. Uh, I think I'm gonna help train a little bit, and I'm gonna stay on payroll just in case. You know, they need right someone to fill in. But for the most part, like, ninety five percent full time. You know.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
1: And we'll see. We'll see what that looks like. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to go into full-time and then have an ego about being full-time. Like if I need to get back into a part-time job, like totally cool with that. Mm -hmm. But I think I have been scared for the longest time just to like bet on myself fully, Mm -hmm. you know, and be like, no, you can do this. Like you can figure out how to make rent. Like, and, and, and January's already looking great for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, like, really blessed, man. I'm really happy. And hopefully, like, my health will start getting better since I'm not going to be working, like, 70-hour weeks. right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hopefully I can just do 40 hours a week on music, you know? Yeah. Or, or more, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I might get roasted. <laughs> You're only doing 40 hours a week on music. But, um, yeah, man, that... I hope that answers the question, Mm -hmm. I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, I'm I'm not really a big goals guy, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I I have, I visualize a lot, like, how do I want to feel, you know, when by the end of next year? Mm -hmm. I'm really good at that, but I'm not good at, I want to have... 10 songs over blah, blah, blah streams, or I want to have made this much money this year. Right. I just, like, I am learning that <laughs> I have zero control, really. Yeah. Especially these days, man. I mm-hmm. just feel like just work hard and have have at least some plan for where you want your life to be mm-hmm. and and roll with the punches,
0: you know. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so true. I always like every year, like the at the beginning of the year, I like sit down and make like a a goals sheet for the year. Sure. Um and there's just like some things I break down my month, some there's some like overall things. I know this past year definitely was was absolutely a podcast. I remember writing that down. I wonder if I can pull up that document. Um But yeah, I specifically remember um having having the podcast on there and all the ideas we had for it and all that kind of stuff, and I was like, I need to talk to Henry about it. And we can talk to these people and um and uh, we did it. <laughs> we did do it. What else did I have on here? <sighs> I updated throughout the year, so I don't know. Um, it doesn't really matter. Um, Yeah, I mean, I had, like, savings goals and, like, income goals and even stuff, like, I wanted to... I thought I was going to be in a house... In like August, I thought that my monthly income was going to be a lot higher. I thought I was going to be able to have like I was thought I was going to be able to have ATCs by now. Um, there's all that kind of stuff, and I think projects are going to work out, and and they don't. But it it always seems to everything. It's like everything that I want to happen it it happens in some way at some point but never in the way that I think it's going to. Right. Um and I think that's a fact of life but especially just in music and like just freelance it, that's just kind of how it goes you can't you know it's it's totally out of your control. It almost feels silly now, like, writing out goals of how much money I want to make each month because, like, I'm not in control. I, I'm not in control of how, mu- how how little or how much, like, I make each month. It's, like, it just happens. Like, sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's an insane amount. <laughs> um, But it always happens, and I think practically for next year like some goals are what's cool now is i i have this is this is like my first full year of being like in music basically full-time so i have like a whole year of like numbers to look at which is just i like to do that so i have like basically an average income that i expect i was like at this point i'm not gonna i don't think i'm gonna like I don't think the amount of work I'm doing is going to go down like next year. So I'm going to make at least as much over the year, which averages out to this month. So if I like, if I have enough like saved where I can kind of float through the up and down, like I am going to be in really good shape and just, I can just relax. I can maybe go back to doing only music or really, it's just getting my disc golf days back. (laughs) I haven't been able to, to do that like at all just because Mm. like my time is at the guitar shop or it's working on things or it's um spending time with Abigail right so um yeah it's so it's felt kind of chaotic the last half of the year um but yeah I mean the goals I had for this year they didn't happen this year when when I wanted them to or and they didn't look how they wanted how they didn't look how I expected them to but already for next year things are happening that like were either goals from this year or goals that I I, like bucket list stuff that I didn't even have any semblance of like I I never would have imagined I'm going to get to do what I'm going to do in February like it's insane um Um, um, so i think that's just what i learned the more i the older the older i get the longer the longer i do this or whatever um yeah goals are goals are good i think i think the best purpose for goals are like just kind of a it's like a reflection Thing, kind of a benchmark. Like, oh, that's funny that I thought I would be able to do that. But look at what else has happened that I never even planned on. And how cool is that? Um, but Yeah, do you have any? Well, I guess, yeah, next year, you're. Do you have any, like, specific, like, itemized goals for next year? By I'm the end sure of 2024? At some
1: point, I'll put together a little list. I think. In my head right now, it's I need to get back to like exercising because like this time last year, I was doing six days a week at the gym Mm -hmm. and I felt really good. And it made, I I think a lot of the momentum I kind of gained in music had a lot to do with me just being a lot more physically active Mm -hmm. and having more energy you know like more good energy right. i guess <clears throat> um so now that i'm leaving sump like i, w- I really want to like start my day every, like every day at the gym yeah and and hopefully i'll be able to go at like 10am when no one's there mm-hmm. like during the week you know so that's definitely a goal of mine just life wise i think i really i really want to be working 5 days a week mm mm-hmm whether it's, and in, in hopefully three of those days will be with somebody in the room with me, you know, like doing right. production work. But <laughs> I just want to be able to work on music for six hours, six, eight hours, like every day, five days a week, and then have a weekend. Like I think those are, that's my starting point. Mm-hmm. And then maybe as it kind of shakes out and I kind of see, you know, what's kind of going on, Uh, like on the horizon or how things are kind of forming together then i'll probably come up with some like okay well i need to do this within this you know i need to with this artist i really want to get to this place with this artist that i just met you know yeah but i mean man if i've learned anything it's like you can't plan to meet people like Mm. i can't like I can set a goal to be like meet more people, but I can't set a goal to be like you need to work with John Mayer by the end of this <laughs> year, you know? Right? Or I'm, um, you know what I mean? Just to name a specific person, I guess. But I think, I think life or the universe or God or whatever you want to call it has always has a way to kind of give give you what you need, you know? Mm-hmm. And what you need is for me at least, is rarely what I want, you know, like, yep. I think, uh, like I said, with mixing, like two years ago, if you had told me that I'd be mixing, um, I would have told you to fuck off, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, cause I didn't want to mix. I wanted to make music, mm-hmm. but I, I got mixing work and it was like, okay, gotta, gotta learn how to do this well, you know, and yep. And then that led, I needed to learn a lot about mixing really quickly because, and I didn't know this, but my production really needed it. Like yeah. My production needed my me to have a little bit more knowledge on mixing mm-hmm. um, for a couple reasons, you know, like just so that I can like be a more well-rounded producer, but also like when you're decent at mixing, even if it's not your, you know, your bread and butter, like when an artist is in a room and the songs already mixed pretty good in the room, like you're probably going to get more work back, you know? Right. <laughs> then having to rely on like you sending it to your mix engineer and hopefully the mix engineer sends back a really good mix. And then right. it's like, wow, Henry, like this song sounded like shit up until <laughs> the point where, you know, uh, someone else touched it. Yeah, Someone else touched it. Uh, I I just um things like that, man, and I I I know that I'm going to get out of next year, what I need to get out of next year, you know. Yeah. And I'm not sure it's going to look like what I want it to look mm-hmm. like, you know, but it's going to grow me
0: and I'm excited. Is there anything that you want to do different? Are there any, like, lessons from this year that you want to take into next year and change how you do things?
1: Yeah, my file management
0: needs a lot of work, mm. man. Uh, I,
1: I got a lot better this year than I have been. Like, all my stuff is in... I know where everything is now, Yeah. you know, but I really want to get better at, like... I think it's really cool the way you, like, print stems and the the amount of kind of... Uh, deliverables that you give to people. Mm. I'm. That's r- really something that I want to start taking a lot more seriously than just. Here's your M four, <laughs> <laughs> and your right. instrumental. You know, um. Cause like I want to like I want to. Compete not only with like my peers, but I I I just want to like give artists more because mm-hmm. I feel like nobody gives artists anything. I feel like people are just constantly taking from artists. Mm-hmm. So if I can, the the more I can set up artists for success, the, in whatever capacity that is. So file management, definitely, um, just finance management within like my business. I definitely want to get better at than just like having a lump sum of money somewhere Mm -hmm. that I'm just managing Mm -hmm. and (laughs) without like Excel, you know, so I want to get better at that. Kind of outing myself. LLC. Yeah. I'm kinda outing myself financially right now, but <laughs> I don't care. I make better music than you. Anyway. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um no. Uh yeah, I, I think just like more adult responsibilities within music, like yeah. more admin stuff. And because I'm gonna have more time for it now. Mm-hmm. More time to care about that side of it than right. just really caring about the music and that all. Like, that being all I have the capacity mm-hmm. for, you know? So, so you said you come up with financial goals. You came up with the podcast. You talked about the house, which... I am moving. You are moving, and moving. honestly, I think you got what
0: you needed. Dude, I got more than what I needed. Yeah, dude. I got yeah i'm I'm super excited it literally is the perfect situation for abigail and i it like we're both really excited about it um like we're gonna have an extra room for like so we can have people over and like you know our family can come and stay or like when friends are in town like we have space for people to be comfortably um but this studio this room that I'm going to be in, it doesn't make any sense at all for like the build of that house (laughs) because it's a townhouse. And initially I was like, no, I can't do a townhouse. I need something like separated. I need like, because I don't want to have to worry about noise. Like, um, but then I kind of gave up on that because houses are really like a good house is really hard to find in Nashville. So we started looking at apartments and then this townhouse, um, like, fell into our laps, literally the unit right behind Abigail's, and, um, yeah, this, my new room is going to be, like, 18 by 12, and it has, like, a 13-foot cathedral ceiling, because, like, it's, like, a half, like, left side is 8 feet, and the right side is, like, 13. (laughs) Um, it is the, it will be the biggest, well, for one, it's the first time that I will ever have a completely dedicated space at, as a studio not my bedroom or like this being a living room um or like at my parents house so I'm really soaked on it the room is huge um I'm having a lot of fun dreaming about how to build it out I'm gonna um probably yeah I'm pretty sure I'm gonna rebuild all my treatment for it um like, just start over and, like, kind of build it to what I need for that room. And, um <clears throat> yeah, I'm just super excited about it. And the rent is, like, it's not that much of a rent increase from what I have now, which is amazing because <laughs> um, Nashville is expensive. So we were looking at stuff that was going to be a stretch, but this place is, like, perfect. <laughs> Um, it's really like an anomaly. Um, so that was just meant to be, I'm so excited about that. I don't have a move in date quite yet, but it'll be the, f- it'll be the first or second week of January. Um, yeah, really stoked on that. Um, uh, I got a well, I think last time we did a pod or uh, I was talking about I had a mixing project that I couldn't talk about. And I, I now I have an another project that I also can't talk about in that because, because that those mixes haven't even released yet. Um but basically I wanna be gone all of February for something absolutely insane. Um that I couldn't have even dreamed about doing. So that's gonna be really cool. I'm also Getting paid pretty well for it, so I think it is indeed time for me to buy ATCs. Um, so once I kind of finalize uh, the quote with them, I think as soon as I know exactly how much money I'm getting in for February, I'm gonna open a business credit card because I don't have one yet, and I'm gonna place my order. I'm gonna put 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 about half down, I think, and then just pay off the rest over the over like pay myself back basically um so yeah I'm so stoked because I'm basically going to get to go into this new space and build it exactly how I want it to be like the first try um yeah so I'm beyond excited about that um that's that was one of those things that like I really wanted that to happen this year and things it just never worked out and it really bummed me out. But it's like I'm glad it didn't work out this year. I'm glad it didn't happen on my timing because now I'm in d I'm in this like really awesome situation. So um yeah, as far as goals for next year, I've been thinking recently, um I think I'm gonna start doing Atmos next year. Bringing
1: the mic back over to me.
0: (laughs) I think that's gonna be my big thing next year. Like, I mean, that's gonna be my personal big like thing to tackle next year. Is I wanna, I wanna start doing Atmos.
1: It's gonna be a huge service, bro. That you, that you're gonna be able to offer.
0: Yeah, I I think, I think it's time. I mean everybody's so many people have been on the fence for a long time and it's been around for like 3 or 4 years now. Um and a lot of people were kind of waiting including myself like I don't know if this is going to stick. It kind of seems like it's going to stick around for now. I'm still pretty unhappy with the format. I think it doesn't translate the way it needs to yet. But um uh, there are a couple things that happened in the last couple weeks that made me start thinking I want to do it, and one was there's a a Bloomberg article that came out that said Apple is about to start, like for next year, weighting songs that have an Atmos version heavier than th- than songs that don't, and that was kind of already happening with a lot of uh, platforms. But now Apple's like straight up like, no, if if you have an Atmos, you're going to get a boost. And I don't think they've specified what exactly they mean by that. But a lot of people think that's going to be more royalties. So, um, so yeah, people think if you have an Atmos version, you're actually going to get paid more for your songs from Apple at least. Yeah. Um, And, you know, Spotify is going to roll out support for it any moment. And when that happens, the dam is going to break. But yeah, that Apple announcement kind of made some things click for me because that, putting the, like, royalties behind it, that's like, okay, that makes it worth it for, like, the independent artist. It's if they can get paid more for their songs and they get better promotion by having this, then that makes it worth um it makes it worth me looking into and learning because it makes it worth it for the artist um, and uh yeah the other thing was pro tools just rolled out their um last update of the year i think and they the dolby render is now in, um integrated into pro tools
1: ooh okay
0: cuz that was a big pain before and i don't really know hardly anything about atmos yet but the pain with it was you had to have the Dolby renderer running separately, and most people were doing it on a different computer that they were like remote accessing. It was this weird, really weird thing. But now it loads directly in Pro Tools; it's integrated, um, which I guess makes it a lot easier. Right. I think it's I think it is slowly becoming more and more. Accessible on the engineering side, and it's also becoming more and more beneficial on the artist side. So, yeah, I've already talked to someone that I want to try some Atlas mixes out on for his stuff, and that I've worked with before. Um, Yeah, because I really, I think, I think there are a lot of there are a lot of bad Atmos mixes, and I don't know of anybody. Our age that are kind of getting into that. Um, so I just see it as an opportunity to, for myself to just learn and grow, but also an opportunity to be able to provide that for artists and help them out in their career. Yeah, dude. Because, like, and I, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a whole different world, but. It seems like a lot of the early adopters were people that had the cash to like do a do a physical Atmos setup or like working in Blackbird or something like that. Right. And working on working in Blackbird Studio D, whichever room it is, with the ATC full Dolby setup, sounds nothing like it does when you're listening to when you're accidentally listening to the Atmos version on Apple Music of a song. It is not even close to the same thing. And I've honestly really hated a lot of the Atmos most of the Atmos mixes I've heard. They just sound like a roomier, worse version of the stereo to me. Yeah. So I I I kinda am interested in, in approaching it almost backwards. And like I wanna try to figure out if I can mix Atmos on AirPods, that's what I want to like offer. Right. I want to mix it for the current like end platform, end format. <laughs> um and then like I don't e I, you know, I don't even care if it sounds good in Atmos room. Like we're so far away from that being accessible yeah, for people.
1: That's been that's been my thing with it, man, is I I think that if you if this like at most thing takes off and you're ahead of the curb or curve, like that's only good, you know? And I think it's definitely worth investing time into if that's something if that's like something that you want to do. But I I'm in the same boat with you, man. Like I haven't heard I I I'm wary of people that kind of treat it as the same jump of like mono stereo and kind of right. put it in the same ballpark because it really it really isn't. No, it's not. Because the barriers to entry between mono to stereo for the everyday person like listening to music are way lower (coughs) than stereo to like atmos or however you want to say that yeah um and if i had like listened on airpods to harry style's new album and like on adobe atmos and had been blown away by that and like oh this is night and day like i'm only going to listen to music like this right now like that just wasn't the case for mm-hmm. me. It just almost sounds like you know when things are out of phase in the low yeah. end, just kind of. Yep. That's just how it feels to me. Like. Yep. I feel like I don't know where anything's panned really, and everything just kind of feels just very haphazard. I suppose. Yeah.
0: It doesn't. It just. It doesn't feel real yet. Um. I mean, and like I have said before, like in an actual Atmos room it sounds really yeah. freaking cool. Yeah. It makes sense. It's like, oh, this is a whole new way to experience yeah. music. And I've mixed some stuff this year with my friend like uh Leo, my friend Leo. We've worked on stuff and he has this like very like anthemic Coldplay kind of arena vibe. Um and I remember sitting in here mixing one of his songs. And I had the thought, like, man, I wish that I could put these things... I wish I could put these tracks, like, over here Mm -hmm. and above and around. I I wish that I could, like, look up and around at this mix instead of right in front because it feels like my canvas is too small for this song. Um, So I think stuff like that, it could be beneficial, but, you know, for, like, a pop song or, like... Like, garage. Like, what about stuff like that? It, like, doesn't make sense. I mean, I just, I really was hoping
1: that Atmos was going to kind of transition and become more of a tool for, like, the, like, sound reinforcement guys. Like, live sound guys. Right. Like, I would love to go hear a live performance that somehow, I don't know, the technicalities behind this, but, like, I would love to hear a live performance where things feel like it's coming from behind me, you know? Right. Like, like at a movie, like at a 4D movie movie or whatever, however you want to call mm. it. And also, like, in clubs, man. Like, I really yeah want, like like, EDM dance music. Like, I love house music, and like that to me feels like the time and place for Atmos because with AirPods it's like you're it's not the same because you're kind of just like digitally recreating the best you can with just two speakers you know mm-hmm. by like I don't know how it works but you know what I'm trying to yeah. say whereas like in a club dancing to music like I would love to be able to like experience that and have that enhance, like, the live experience. And for me, that's where I wish Atmos was. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm um, definitely not against, like, Apple being like, hey, no, like, we believe in this, like, way to listen to music. And we want to incentivize people to want to get into this because they know the tech a lot better and can see the, where the tech is going. And and yeah. I, and, I, and I don't think Apple is... Apple has no reason to like (laughs) make that a thing other than, you know, like in in like a malicious way or like Mm -hmm. a scammy way, I guess. I mean, I guess they do. Actually, I might redact that statement, (laughs) but you know what I'm trying to say? Just like if Apple is pushing for it, they're a tech giant. I think Apple makes a lot of really good stuff that I use every day. And I'm not gonna sit here and be a naysayer about it because I don't know anything about it. But I've been disappointed with the common man uses of Atmos. Right. And I wish that it was pushed in in different
0: environments. Mm-hmm.
1: That's my opinion.
0: Yeah. I think. I think I I the reason I was I've been pretty like against it is because to me, it doesn't seem like it benefits the music like at all, but the way things are going now, and especially with Apple's announcement how things are going to go, especially in the next year, I'm sure it is. I think it's shifting to now really benefiting the artists and like, I can get on board with that. If I can, if I can learn Atmos so that – and I, I know it well enough that for for people like like someone you're working with, you do the mix for it or something, like I can do an Atmos mix for it for a couple hundred bucks. It doesn't take that long. It takes maybe an hour. Um, And like because of that, they can get playlisted and they can get more royalties. Sure. Like, i can get behind the benefit the the new benefits to an artist for having an atmos mix i still don't think it actually benefits the music yet i think it will benefit the music when spatial and headphones gets better or somehow that format becomes more accessible like in real life like having a I'm a setup like in the home, you know, um, but
1: I'm also only viewing it from my context, bro. Like I know people who have like five figure audio setups in their home because they just love listening to like hi-fi music, like in like, that is definitely a market. That I am not tapped into, right. nor have any friends who are, but I'm not deny. Not, like I think that if you know, there's a there's probably a ton of people out there who would be like, oh, like I can get an Atmos package for five grand or <laughs> however much right. it is. You know, like yeah. that that is definitely like very yeah. I very mean feasible. I, the-
0: the accessible part about Atmos is it still is very stereo heavy. So a lot most people who are setting up Atmos rooms, they have their two, they have their pair of really nice stereo monitors. Right. they the bread and butter, the ATCs or whatever. I think like um I think how like Matt and Michael are doing it is they have ATCs as their mains, as their stereo. <laughs> Um, they're not doing a center channel and then they're using the baby Genelecs as all of the surrounds and like, yeah, I mean, it's nice, but it's not 12 ATZ. It doesn't have to be like, they don't all have to be super nice. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's such a, it's a wild West. It's a whole new frontier. It's still being really figured out. Um, but I think I'm finally at the point. Of, I'm finally starting to see benefits of it that weren't there before. Sure. And I think I can. I think I can get behind it. I think I can get behind it for the sake of helping, helping artists who want to do that. And it could be, it could be a good like extra business model for me. And I, might, I might actually like it.
1: Dude, but also it's like I can get behind anything that's gonna enhance listening to music for me. Yeah. And, and I'm not gonna like. Boomer myself by saying, no, the left and right is, like, left, right, center is, is, is here to stay, you know, I, I don't think that's the case, and I think it's only a matter of time till something better comes out, you know, is at most the better thing that's gonna, that's here to stay, I I don't know, like, time will tell, but I'm not gonna sit here and be like, no.
0: Yeah, I think... I think that I really want to figure out how to make it. I don't know. I'm just really interested in messing around with it and trying to make it sound what I th- sound my version of good. True. Because I've never gotten to before, and I haven't heard anything where I've been like, "Oh, this makes sense." I really like this, except for some of the Harry Styles stuff. But everything else I've heard has been like, "Eh." So I think I'll 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 really enjoy trying to dial in what I think a good Atmos mix is. I think that would be really fun. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's kind of a big goal for next year, I guess, is I want to start doing that. I want to get into that world, maybe start doing some of that more consistently, kind of tap into a new market. Um, I don't think that I'm, like, pioneering by any means. You but could. I think... I think that it, I think it'll just be an un, another fun thing. for You me could to be try the out. first bedroom Atmos. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really sick to produce an Atmos. I think. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not. I just wonder
1: what it would sound like when it gets summed to left and right. Right.
0: I'm not trying the. I'm not trying to buy an Atmos rig. Like I'm gonna be doing it on headphones. But I just want to start dipping my toes into that um, and being able to offer more to people.
1: Hey, if there's anybody who can do it. <laughs> You, my friend. No,
0: thanks. Um, something else different I want to do next year. I really, really, really need to start ch- charging production like you do. <laughs> uh, that has been haunting me this week. Because, hmm. like, dang, if I had just done it how Henry did it, I wouldn't be in this situation.
1: But um, do you know how many times it's been? If I have just done it like Tanner today, <laughs> I wouldn't have been in the situation.
0: Yeah, I I think it, I I'm really tired of I'm not I'm not gonna get into too much, but sure. um I'm really tired of just being in difficult situations with people. Like it's a, just a real bummer. Sure, <laughs> and if I can go about things a different way to be able to prevent that for myself and also for the other person, then I want to start doing that. Um, so remind me how you do it. How do you, how do you do that? Cause maybe this might be something that people listening might want to start trying next year too.
1: Um, well, it, it goes from artist to artist. Like I have some people that I'll do flat rate production for because I trust them mm-hmm. and I trust our work process. But especially first time working with somebody, I just charge hourly, man. Like and I have a, a, a minimum, like hour cap that we can hit. So yeah. I have guaranteed money that like I have a guaranteed rate that I hit every time. My rate I'm raising my rates for next year. So I'm doing seventy five an hour for production. Nice.
0: Um with a two hour minimum. That's cool. That that's fun. So you almost it almost goes in with like they kind of go in with like a writing. Do you find they go in with a writing mindset more, or almost like a demo? Well, or I like, mean, yeah. Yeah. How does that? How it, does that work? It, it 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 goes from project to
1: project. So like for Parker, I charge Parker a little bit less hourly because a like I've worked with Parker for right. so long and he's my friend. But it's also like our sessions are very much like we sit down to write. Like we sit down to write and I also produce as we're writing. Right. And it, it's kind of a more, it, it's a lot less like of a professional way to go about it. So like with the two hour minimum, I know for my time, I'm going to be making X amount of money, but it's also like, um, if it, if like, if it's just not there that day, like Parker's not in the hole, like a bunch of money. Right. You know, because if he paid me, to write Mm -hmm. that's just like who knows how long that's gonna take you know right then like we talked about Josiah last time we talked about this and it's like he comes to me with a song and Josiah and I trust each other a lot and it's like I have no problem charging a flat rate and that just being it and right well our turnaround time is like three weeks like maybe a month Mm -hmm. for a song um but the first song we did was literally a weekend yeah so yeah um but then but but like i just find myself in different situations in uh that that 75 hourly rate is like pro rate like that's just what it is um and i'm i don't like writing with a lot of people you know like Parker is one of the few people that I'll like write with. So I'm Mm -hmm. not going to agree to like a production gig that is mostly writing. Um, So does that answer your question? Well,
0: yeah, I think so. Um, So do you go in, do do you usually do like four hour blocks or is it like, how do you, I don't know, like, how do you like set the, how do you communicate the expectations of the artists? Like, like what, how do you kind of present how you do that? Well,
1: we're that? at least going to work for two hours mm-hmm. and then you can go as long as you want after that. Like if we work for two hours and we're really gaining momentum, like we'll just keep going. Cause mm-hmm. I, I'm like a firm believer, especially as a producer. I definitely have a limit to how much I can work, mm-hmm. but that ceiling's pretty high. Um, And I'm very aware of the fact that sometimes the magic's just there and you just got to keep going for seven, eight hours. So that has definitely happened before. But I mean, like, uh, so I I work with this artist and she is really good about just knowing exactly what she needs and she, all she can afford pretty much every session is two hours. So Mm -hmm. she comes with a list of things that we need to knock out for the two hours and we sit there, and we knock it out, and that's the session. And Mm -hmm. every time we work together, it's
0: super productive. Yeah, so it puts the, yeah, it puts the, like, it incentivizes them to come in with knowing exactly what they want to do.
1: Yeah, and that that just helps me do better work, you know? And I, like, I don't really struggle with working with artists who like to micromanage a lot, especially Mm -hmm. when I'm being compensated for it. Right. And I would rather have somebody who's like way too hands on. Yeah. That at least I know what's going on. Right. Yeah. And I've worked on enough music now and have enough confidence in myself to just be like, Hey, this is just like the way this artist is like, you don't need to like get mad or have some sort of ego over the fact that like, they really like wanna be in control of what's happening. Right. And um also like I'm not afraid to to question like people who like to micromanage. And micromanagers, whether they put it on or not, they like to be challenged sometimes mm-hmm. because they micromanage because they have control issues. And sometimes and because sometimes they lack confidence in their own ideas so their like coping mechanism is to just like
0: mm-hmm.
1: just grab grab a hold of anything and like if i can just be like hey hold on a second like i will do this if you want me to but here are my thoughts on this before we do it right um the ball is still completely like in your court like you got the reins over this session cuz you're paying for it but like this idea might not work out like you think it's going to work out and i want to tell you this before we start putting time into it. Right. And most of the time people are super receptive to that. And it's like, oh well, like Henry doesn't usually push back on me like like super hard. So there must be a reason like for this. And there's that trust there, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah, I guess. I, I don't my, remember where I was going with this. I think I think my, the only fear I have with doing that for myself is, is the fear of like, I don't know, I never know how a session is going to go and it might, we might get nowhere in the first day and I would feel bad charging for that. But at the same time, that is like time and expertise. And if the vibe is off, then, you know, it. I, can't really offer like a free trial almost like Dave Chappelle puts it really well in one of his jokes
1: he says uh he was talking about like no I'm gonna do the thing I'm gonna do the thing where I tell a comedian's joke for them (laughs) I'm not gonna tell the joke essentially he says I'm like evil couldn't evil I get paid for the attempt you know like (laughs) and that's how like hourly kind of is right now I don't actually like approach sessions like that but it's like hey we showed up and we tried right and I gave my best effort. And at the end of two hours, like if you're not happy and if we didn't do the work that you wanted, dude, go work with somebody else. Yeah. Like
0: no hard feelings,
1: no hard feelings, because our contract is that I will work for you at this amount of time on this song hourly. Mm-hmm. And you're not now. Now both of us aren't like chained down by a deposit. Right. Like by a large deposit. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I usually end up making more money on hourly songs than I do with my flat rate songs. Right. But sometimes I don't. Right. But it's probably way more efficient. It is. It is. And it doesn't just drag on. And everybody, everybody's seems to be more focused. Right.
0: Everyone's tuned. Everyone's locked in. Like, everyone's everyone's locked like, all right, in. we're here. We're paying to be here. Like, yeah, I'm taking up your time. We're gonna get stuff done. Uh, yeah, it's not a the Belmont. Like, let's write some time. Yeah, I have always hated that. I'm like, write what for who? <laughs> yeah, why? I, but and and
1: I haven't really dipped my toe into like the songwriting thing, man. Yeah, like very much. But like, so I'm not gonna speak on that. But yeah. like, dude, point point production, you know, is definitely a thing. And uh-huh. I I'm I have not worked with any artist yet where if they offered me points, I'd be comfortable as that being my compensation for like my time. Yeah. And there, there's a time and place for it. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. I haven't gone through it, but hourly seems to be like, make the most sense to me. But honestly, dude, sometimes I feel like hourly as a professional shoots me in the foot a little bit because a lot of pros don't charge hourly, especially for production. And right. um I've been lucky that like I think a lot of artists that I've worked with haven't been super hip to like the like pro Nashville way to charge people right. and I kind of hate like Nashville like production culture, you know yeah, yeah, so I don't really care right at the end of the day, but like yeah our hourly I think is worth a try.
0: I think I need to do it. And I mean, especially thinking through it, I, I don't really, I really don't want to tie myself down anymore with productions that I'm not like really into. Yeah. So in that way, I'm like, well, oh, I don't really have anything to lose. <laughs> like if, a, if, a, if it's not a good fit, then we go our separate ways and I get paid 150 bucks and
1: they, And you get whatever we worked on, right? That session,
0: right? So they have something like that. They maybe they listen to it and come back, or but that ensures investment from from both sides, and that's that's great.
1: Yeah, and it really uh, like puts a limit on like a lot of the off the clock work like that happens when you do like flat rate. Like, I feel like when I do flat rate, sometimes I get a lot more of like, hey, like. Do you mind bouncing out these guitars for me real quick with this on it? Because. Bro, literally, like right now. And, and, um, I mean, it depends what's written in your production agreement for sure for the flat rate. Some people have no problem doing that. For me, it's a pain in my ass. And I usually, I'm like, um, I'm like, yeah, we can, we can do that. Sure thing. Next session we do. Like, I'll bounce out those guitars for you. Mm -hmm. We can, that'll be one of the things we have on our list. Or if you want me to do it right now, like, it's gonna, like, with all my processing on it, because I don't have, like, a streamlined way to do that for you, like, it's gonna take me some time. Right. And I have a two-hour minimum of work. So it's kind of like, maybe, maybe that makes me, like, a little bit less, maybe that shoots me in the foot a little bit as far as the services that I offer, but honestly, like, when it's when it's nine p.m. on a Tuesday and you want some guitar stems, it's like, man, I'm not gonna do that. No,
0: I'm not gonna. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I'll do it on you know on the clock. On, I'll do it when I can. Yeah. You know I mean, It, 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 it kind of de- depends on what you define as a as your deliverable for that project. Like, if, but you know, I don't know. I, yeah, I really need to start thinking about doing that kind of thing because. Um, I really love producing and recording and engineering, but I, I I love it for music that I love. I I just, I can't do it for things that are just, that I'm not, I'm not vibing with and there's no commitment.
1: Yeah. Last time that happened, I just added the time it took me to do it on to the next session. Yeah. So it, it took me like 30 minutes to get these guitars through my bus processing, like, right, right, because I had to figure it out, first Mm -hmm. of all. And I was like, okay, like, so now we worked for three hours today, so three and a half hours, so pay me for an extra half hour. Right.
0: Yeah. It's like going to therapy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Pay each time. (laughs) Pay each session. Yeah, what if if therapists charged a flat rate of, like, it's going (laughs) to cost you $3,200. To get over your anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like a lot it's like most most businesses like that offer a service like unless it's like gutter cleaning where it's like okay, today we're gonna go clean this gutter and it's right. gonna cost this much because like it's you know a lot of work is right done by hourly, yeah imagine
0: and, yeah imagine going to the therapist and they're like, okay, cool, so we're gonna have to process some trauma let's oh so let, let, let's focus in on this and this parental trauma from your childhood it's going to cost about this much for you to yeah, get yeah dude it's it just as a business model like
1: for as something as uh malleable as music can be mm-hmm. it is um I, hourly just makes sense to me right now and I don't know. I think there there might be a lot of people who disagree with me on that, and I bet there's a lot of good arguments for flat rates.
0: Yeah, I think there's great arguments for both. Yeah, um, but I I really like how you're doing it because it does depend, and that doing starting with the hourly, especially with someone new, is a really good. it's I mean, it, it's a really good safety for for both parties. Honestly, to you know, it prevents you from getting in a, stuck with a project that is wasting your time or you're not vibing with and it prevents the artist from getting stuck with somebody that just isn't a good fit. Yeah, dude. So anytime where I can see a benefit for both people, I'm like, that's the same with Atmos. like, oh, that could be a cool new market for me and something for me to learn, but it also could it benefit artists. That's when I can get behind something. And But yeah, so that's, how do you start doing that? How do you think yeah, about implementing I've thought, that next year?
1: I've thought about a combo too, though. I've thought about a flat, like a flat rate deposit, almost, um, to just get the work started to right. clear the schedule, and then everything else is charged hourly. Um,
0: That's true. Wow. Do like do one start with one day?
1: I thought about it, but I just like don't know a way that to pitch that to an artist where they're going to be like, yeah, that, that seems fair. Like you clearing your schedule is worth $350.
0: That actually almost, I kind of like that. Yeah. That makes more sense to me, at least with how I've done stuff is to say like, we're going to start with a day rate and we're going to work all day and it'll be, you know, $400 or whatever. And then from there, like at that point you're at least going to have a demo. Right. Like you're going to be able to walk away with something that you couldn't do on your own and you can do whatever you want with it. Um you can finish it out on your own, like you can finish it out with someone else. You can do nothing, but then after that we do the do a per session, right? I like that. Yeah, that's like, a, that's, like a good, that. that's a good
1: that's a good I, I just don't know very many people that aren't gonna feel like they're being <laughs> cheated. I guess I I don't I don't know. Artists artists are strange sometimes, and something that makes total sense to me to take care of both of us does not always does not always translate over. Oh, yeah, everybody's other different. Everybody yeah.
0: thinks about that stuff differently. Um, yeah, next year. And anything else I want to do differently next year? I mean, I guess overall, like, I do want to mix more. Um, I don't think that I can, like, that's just something I gotta, I gotta be along on, for the ride on. But I, I do think I am going to get ATCs next month, and that's going to be huge. I feel like that's going to, like, beat I mean, make a huge difference in like the quality of mixes I'm doing, but also kind of like honestly, the clout that comes with that. Sure. <laughs> um, it's like, oh, okay, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm almost like jaded from setting too many goals now because it like, I'm not gonna. I don't want to bum myself out but it's not even that it's like what's the point like I know that I don't have control over it and I know that that's just gonna work out <laughs> so yeah. like I, don't I, know.
1: I I think having a general road map like having your route <laughs> is always good yeah um sometimes your car breaks down mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta stop somewhere else for the night sometimes you gotta take a detour but usually you get to the place where you want to go man and yep i i'm pretty happy with the way i'm doing things now and i hope hopefully it'll just spill over to next year yep. and i'm i'm pretty flexible i'm pretty I'm, I'm able to roll with the punches pretty well so i'm I, I, I just want that to be the goal for myself honestly just like be flexible be consistent like work hard and be nice,
0: yeah. And stick around. And stick around. Um, I think as far as the podcast goes for next year, I think a good goal is to just keep do- doing, doing yeah. it. Yeah. The way things have been going, it's like just keep doing it. Yeah. Um, but we've talked about. I think we really want to talk to a lot more people. Yeah. And do more like guest episode type things.
1: Yeah, I just want to talk to more people our age too. Like. Yeah. Like. That Jack episode, the episode with Jack was, like, so nice. Just like, I
0: really loved um, the episode with Parker and everybody oh, Parker, Yeah.
1: I, I loved that episode, too. Um, Because Parker has such a unique, like, perspective huh? on music right now. And being an artist and having a side gig, like, that is, like, like, Parker is very inspiring to me as far as just, yeah. like, doing the artist thing.
0: That episode felt like... Conversations. Have you listened to conversations? The, that podcast. Uh,
1: thoughts for your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's it
0: what it kind of is it kind of is that vibe, honestly. But it's like four or five guys, but they're all they're all in music, but they all do totally different things. There's like a mastering engineer, a mixing engineer, and then like a graphic designer, and then I think there's someone that works for like PMC um but they just talk about music and life and audio and stuff and they all have totally different perspectives but they're all creatives in some way yeah and it's really fascinating um
1: yeah having griffin there was a nice flavor too yeah
0: getting to like talk about like mastering when none of us are mastering engineers but we all do different things like Mastering for me as a mix engineer and like you as the person who produces songs that are getting mastered and about what Parker thinks about that. And the versus like Griffin who works at Warner, like, like it's, that was really cool. I, I really enjoyed that.
1: Oh, quick side note yeah. before we wrap. Uh, do
0: you take your limiter off
1: before you send the mastering? No. Yeah. I had a mastering engineer ask me for it.
0: Oh, like prelimiter?
1: Like, like, like turn off your mix bus. Oh. Before you send me the song.
0: That's interesting.
1: I was like, then you're not mastering my mix, man. Right. And like you just saw like, like my the mix bus that was on my production mix. Yeah. Is my mix bus. Dude, that was the mix. Like my, <laughs> minus the SSL like yeah. bus comp.
0: Yeah. I mean that like I mix into it, right? It's part of the mix. It's not a. It's not compensating for anything. It's what you. It's just what.
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah. So I, I, am about to out myself, but it was like. He was like, "Yeah, man. Like this mix sounds great, but like I really like want like it, on like limited, no tape on it." And I was like, "Yeah, sick, man." So I just turned it down two dB and I sent it back. And he was like. <laughs> They were like, this is great. <laughs> no way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they didn't even notice. That's so funny. Cause that's they could just they could just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Yeah, that, that is pretty silly because that's yeah, that's not
1: and like he, he great mastering engineer. Like like no
0: shade, like at all, but it's like, man, like no. Like, I think it's one thing if it's like, if it, if you're sending them like a brick and it sounds bad, then you might be like, hey, what did, what did you do on this? Like, can I see what you did or something? But if it's just I, it's like... It's just like a
1: little bit of color and top end from the studer. Yeah. A limiter to just like make sure everything's like just glued. And then, or it, studer... <laughs> Then G bus and then limiter just to catch any uh-huh. like extra stuff. Like I don't feel like that's something where you need to be like nah like no it's not too, at all like like I I'm super like I don't I don't
0: like slam stuff. Yeah that that's kind of I don't really I don't like that I mean because I think one of Sam's points I've heard him say is like by the time it gets to him. The, it is clan approved, like the artist likes the mix that you did. So, their job is just to take it the next step, not to go backwards and redo some of it. Like they're happy with what you've sent. I don't know. Just my yeah. Two I just thing.
1: and I and I proved my point when I just turned it down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, um, yeah. Podcast next year. We'll see if we end up starting. In, if we start in February, we're, we're going to have to record in January because I'm going to be gone the entire right. month. Um, but we'll start eventually. Um, maybe this will just be a March to December thing every year. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. I guess if you guys. Listening, have anything that you want us to talk about, or anybody you want us to talk to. Um, we have a pretty open slate for next year as far as subjects and and stuff for this thing. So, but we do want to keep doing it. Um, so hit us up, hit send us, us up. a message or whatever.
1: Yeah, follow me on Instagram at hernyprak. H E-R-N-Y-P-R-A-K Follow us on Instagram at sessionnotes.fm
0: You can follow me on Instagram at tanner.ledford and if you've been following along since day one um, thank you Thank you Um, It's been a really awesome first year doing this It's been, I mean, we've said it's been therapeutic and great for both of us, but um and, and I hope that, like, I hope that people who's like this was who this was their first year of trying to do music. Like, I hope that we um have have contributed some something to that, helped out in any way that we could, just sharing our our story and our experiences as they're happening. So yeah. Um
1: we're still figuring this stuff out too.
0: Dude, every single day,
1: every day where it's it's not a science. It is just a process. Yep.
0: Every like day to day this entire year since we started the podcast it hasn't really felt like the I day mean, before. It, no, I mean it, it's like it's very small steps. You don't really notice the change, but now looking back, now what I have going on versus when we started in March, it's like whoa. Yeah. How did I How do we get here? Like, you don't you don't realize the growth like in the day-to-day living it out, but you kind of realize it more looking back on it. True. But uh, thank you guys for an awesome first season. We'll be back um in February or March, depending on what we can pull off. Um Yep, seriously, it's been a blast, it's been a blessing. Um and that's all i think yeah merry christmas happy, happy holidays hanukkah. happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa um are there any others
1: no <laughs> happy holidays happy holidays overall. so they used to make us say in school
0: mm. happy happy new year hope you guys have a great um rest of this year and beginning to next year and who knows? Maybe next year will be your best one yet. Maybe you'll finally get that, get that big break you've been waiting for. Yeah,
1: and, <laughs> and good luck having uh, with your uncle who's going to ask you how, <laughs> how your music thing's going. You don't have to answer. No, you just, you just say good. You just say good. You just say I'm making a shit
0: ton of money.
1: <laughs> I'm making more money than you. <laughs>
0: right. You wouldn't understand. See you guys. <laughs> signing off.